we did 133k in a week um we we're doing $24,000 days back to back i literally have the video of like my screen recording of all the <laughs> notifications i was like now 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 just get to wine hey what's up everybody welcome back to before the money we are sitting here with Daisy and Sparks Young, aka Dropshipping <laughs> Sex God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll leave it in, whatever. Yeah, no, it's already in there. It's fucking put in concrete. Yeah, now, as you guys know, this is the podcast where we get down in the depths, understand all the nitty gritty shit that high performers have done and are going to do to, you know, fucking crush it in this game, whatever field they are putting their energy towards. So I'm really excited for this episode. Already the energy is feeling great, so I know it's going to be mad. Welcome aboard, Dacian. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming in, man. Hell yeah. So why don't you kind of start by giving a a brief overview of how you would like our audience to kind of perceive you, um, your interests, stuff like that. Then we'll get get the ball rolling into some questions. Yeah. So I guess like right now, I kind of just do e-commerce. I'm building brands, businesses, um, really just capitalizing on Facebook ads at the moment. That's like my bread and butter. Um, I love building businesses from zero to like six figures, seven figures. It's literally, I have a a massive passion for it. Um, And I don't think there's anything wrong with making money. That's something that I always say is that there is nothing wrong with, with wanting to make money, chasing money in my, that's just my personal opinion Um, because at the same time, money brings freedom and with freedom you can do whatever you want and i think that's just a misconception they teach us at school that just got deep no fuck yeah, it. We like, that was job done. that's all right, right. thank you very much for coming guys it's been an awesome time <laughs> no nah, but for real like yeah so that's basically what i do i do um drop shipping um that's kind of the business model that i use to build these brands and then i also own a uh um a startup company um which i don't really talk about too much just because it's like my long-term thing um and i own it with a few other people as well so i like to keep that a bit private um but my personal brand is pretty much based around e-commerce businesses yeah awesome and i think you left out a a very crucial piece of information there because you are also an educator you you have a course yeah you know where and that is a, a very fulfilling thing so i don't want you to brush over that because just the very fact that you're passing on, you know, and I'm sure we're going to touch on it in this episode, you're passing on your success that took you, you know, a long time mm. to achieve initially. So, you know, let's not um, let's not skip over that because I feel like that's going to be a big part of this conversation. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm an, I mean, there's a lot of controversy around having a course and a program, mm. but at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and if I can make money by helping people succeed, like that's just a no brainer for me. So 100%. Um, yeah, I do have a program as well. So yeah. Awesome. And what's the name of that program? The program is called Wi-Fi Project, but yep. I'm really kind of trying to move on to revamping the whole um, company around like more of a mainstream name um, just for like anyone that can join. Because I really think that the Wi-Fi project is surrounded by my personal brand, Mm -hmm. which I don't want because there might be one day where I want to sell that company with all the all of the database that I have and like the amount of um, revenue that it's brought in and everything like that. Um, selling it with my personal ma- name attached to it just doesn't work. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of like renaming, uh, revamping my business into uh, the Ecom Academy. I actually bought the domain for that today. It was, I the don't know E-com how. The Academy. Yeah, the Ecom Academy. And that was available. Just, just ecomacademy.com. clean as fuck. Yeah. So how I actually had that, I didn't realize I had it in my add to cart. Yeah. And I think when people have it in their add to cart, no one else can buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. I should know because I do e-com, but like <laughs> I, I, um, 
I was typing in all the domain names because I just wanted something really mainstream. And I mean, Ecom Academy, you know exactly what that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, opposed to Wi-Fi Project, it doesn't really explain what you're actually what your service is. Mm. Um. So yeah, I I like Ecom has a uh, e-commerce has a hyphen in it, like e hyphen com, mm -hmm. and I just shortened it like so. It's e hyphen com uh, academy dot com, and yeah. I it was Available. I got it really cheap. Yeah, it was like Fucking nine dollars. <laughs> holy huh? shit and then amazing. like without the hyphen was five thousand dollars so i was like okay, yeah this is free a premium domain. Yeah. yeah of course so before we jump too far ahead what is what is drop shipping you know okay. for everyone and try explain it as basic as you think you know someone who's never heard the term should hear it yeah so basically drop shipping is just a, a business model um off of e-commerce e so e-commerce is just the buying and selling of physical products online mm -hmm. um and drop shipping is a business model where it's it's a much it's like very much risk-free uh where you don't hold inventory there's a sub there's a supplier um and then well, basically you just whip up a shopify store so you have a website mm -hmm. and then um you drive traffic to that website as soon as someone purchases from your website um you notify like automatically it's all automated yeah. uh, it automates uh, it automatically um, notifies the supplier and the supplier will ship it straight out to the customer's doorstep. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's a very brief um, understanding of the business model of drop shipping. Uh, but yeah. there's also like Facebook ads involved to drive the traffic to yeah. the customer. Then you have like order fulfillment like apps inside of your store to, to automate the fulfillment side of everything. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to like touch anything. And then, yeah, you can branch off into like creating your branded products with that as well from your from your private suppliers and everything like that. Yeah. But basically it's just a risk-free business model where your only outgoing costs are the host of the platform, which is Shopify. I mean, yeah. that's like $20 a month. And the first two weeks is free anyway. And the first two weeks <laughs> yeah. is free. So if you don't make any sales in those two weeks, cut that thing off yeah. and you haven't spent anything. Um, and then the other outgoing cost is your marketing expenses, which is just Facebook ads. And yeah. I mean, you can test a product with $300 and know if it's going to work or not. Yeah. So I mean, 10 years ago, like f even like five years ago, it wasn't really a big thing like it's just kind of like a no-brainer. I mean, if I don't have to order tens of thousands of dollars worth of inventory, I mean, let's say that I did and I, I ordered $10,000 worth of inventory of a product mm -hmm. and then that product arrived and I and I, I didn't know how to sell it or I it didn't sell even with all of my marketing experience. It doesn't sell. It's like, okay, now what do I do with that product? I have $10,000 worth of stock yeah. that I can't sell and it's majority of the time I'm going to be emotionally attached to that product as mm -hmm. well because it's like this is my baby I yeah. worked hard for this I just spent 10k on it I can't have it not spend uh sell so then what do you do yeah you, you, you just mm -hmm. drop all more energy into a exactly hole. yeah exactly so then you're you're you have you'll probably most likely go and spend more money on Facebook ads or, or influencers or something like that trying to make it work and yeah next next <laughs> thing you know you're you're 20k down yeah no yeah. and it takes up a lot of space as well like i did a similar kind of thing with my the first time that i um i manufactured my own clothing for anarchy i i did a order much bigger than i should have and without the adequate knowledge of you know marketing and all that kind of stuff so yeah i for a very long time i was sitting on stock and you know pretty much went through everything that you were just describing then mm. you know so learned that lesson the hard way but the dropship model is something that's been around for a long time and mm. i've heard so many people kind of say even from many years ago that dropshipping's dead but it's never it's not dead it's just evolves you know the dropship yeah. model has evolved so many times you know since i first saw it and you know you're one of you're one of kind of the only people that i that i know of that are really going hard at it and, and doing well you know 
because uh, I don't know many people, especially here in Australia, I feel definitely over in, in the States, mm -hmm. they're a lot um, faster to catch on to these kind of things. Yep, 100%. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's great. Like, and you, you briefly told me um, your kind of come up story, which we're going to get into in a second. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking really, really interesting because you can go from, you know, zero to 100 really, really quickly. You know, once once you finally find the right tick and, you know, and, and it launches properly. So why don't we why don't we dive into kind of your story, why you decided to start ecom and, you know, talk us through that that initial journey. Well, yeah, let's actually let's start off with what you were doing beforehand. Yeah. So I'll backtrack a little bit. To school, yeah, I think like high school, um, because I feel like a lot of people can relate to what I was doing in high yeah. school and where my headspace was at and everything like that. Because, I mean, if you just see me now, you don't know. <laughs> it sounds very cringe but like you don't know what i've been through at yeah. the end of the day like you don't know what i was like in school like majority of the people think oh he's just succeeded he was already smart at business and it's yeah. like fuck no no <laughs> way i worked so hard to get here um but yeah so basically um when i was in high school i was just i didn't really pay attention to school at all never really went to school as well like I just knew it wasn't for me, but I just liked hanging out with friends. It was like a kind of, it was just a social, it was to socialize for me. Mm. Um, I didn't work, didn't, I actually didn't even finish school. So I dropped out in year 12 mm -hmm. um, because it, it just wasn't doing anything for me. And then. Did you know what you experience. wanted to be? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a good question. Cause I was like, where am I going? <laughs> I definitely didn't know what I was going to be. Yeah. I always thought I was going to be a personal trainer, which yeah. we were talking about before, but um, I didn't. I, I was really obsessed with like YouTube. Yep. This is something we always said, uh, just said yep. before as well. I was obsessed with like, um, like FaZe Clan, um, Jake Paul and all of that. Yeah. And like, they're just living this crazy lifestyle in LA. And I was seeing this at like a couple of years younger than them. And I was like, why can't I do that? Like I used to <laughs> literally just sit in my bed and watch hours of like FaZe Clan and everything like that, because I was just like, this is the life that I want to live. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't know how I'd get there. Like I didn't know... I, I just knew I, I deep down I knew I needed to make money mm -hmm. and I, I wanted to like do something other than just laboring away and stuff like that. Mm. But so straight out of school, um, I kind of left to get a laboring job. Like there was three terms left in, um, in, in year 12 left. Yeah. Um, and then out of that, I went to a, um, a laboring job. So my brother was working at, um, a, we were building radio towers and he was already, he already had the job, mm -hmm. asked me if I wanted the job. I was like, yeah. So then I literally went to work the next day, dropped out of school. Um, and then like my third day, I was like, fuck. Like, <laughs> what have what I I'm, done? Yeah. Like, am, <laughs> I, am I supposed to do this for like fucking 50 years? Yeah. Like what? I'm. It, it was kind of like a, a weird awakening. I was like, okay, so what do I do now? Like, sure. Like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I fucking hated it. The third day I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. And I texted my brother. I was like, I'm not coming into work today. <laughs> and then he was like, not nah, like, he was like, okay, we'll just let the boss know. And then the boss was a fuckhead as well. And then I, um, I ended up working there for over a year. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what ended up happening. I was like, okay, well, I need money. I'm not going to go back to school. I, I just need to grind it out, I guess. That's what everyone says. You just just work hard. So in order hard. for you to kind of make that decision, was there a bigger goal that kind of made you able to stick it out for a year? Or was there a lack of an other goal that made you stick it out for a year? What? Well, I thought, I don't know. It wasn't like, I wasn't 
working there for a goal at yeah. all. I was just working day to day. I always thought I was going to be a YouTuber. Like that's yeah. just what I always thought I was going to be. I always thought I was going to be famous on YouTube. Did you do much YouTubing and video stuff? Yeah, I actually did. I played around a lot with with like YouTube, like videos and stuff like that, but yeah. it was nothing enough to post. And like, I always wanted a lot of my friends in there, but my friends weren't cool with like getting in it and stuff. Mm. And they were starting to like go off in their own direction. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck, like <laughs> how am I going to meet Jake Paul, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there wasn't really a vision. It was just like, I'm just working day to day, paycheck to paycheck. Um, and I also knew I wanted to travel a lot. So mm -hmm. then I, I started to like go, okay, well, maybe I want to be a traveler. Like yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to be, but I just knew that I had knew to have money. it was money. big. Yeah. yeah. I knew, like, I was like, okay, well, um, I started watching like all these travel guys. Um, what is it? I forget her name, but like all these travel, I thought I was going to be like an Instagrammer after yeah. that. So then after that, left that job um, and then got another laboring job, carpentry, um, did that for about six months. And I was like, yeah, no, fuck this. I don't like this either. And then I started <laughs> working on roadsides. And this was like the probably the hardest job that I had was yeah. working on the side of roads, doing like steel fixing. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I've done some steel fixing. Yeah. So you basically yeah. just like it's in a way like concreting. You're like, mm -hmm. doing, um, yeah, you're just carrying like loads very like heavy bars fucking the yeah. heaviest bars ever yeah. so i i was driving to work from i would leave to work at four in the morning i would drive two hours to brisbane and then i would work 10 to 12 hours a day just like physical hard mm -hmm. labor and then drive two hours back home so i left at four get home at like six seven at night yeah. and yeah i was doing that for a long dinner time. and pass out literally and, yeah. I, and i just was always like nah fuck like i can't do this for the rest of my mm. life i used to go to work like almost crying yeah. like i hated it that much and i knew that i'd never wanted to do it but um it was it was bringing me in money at the time i still didn't know what i wanted to move to do yeah. um and then um i kind of like started talking to someone so i started talking to a girl and then um after that she, we kind of like she she ended up just like barring it and yeah. was like oh no nah, i don't really want anything and that just like hurt me <laughs> so much like i was down bad boys yeah. like honestly <laughs> um so cut me deep yeah i was i was just like nah fuck this yeah. and then i i started i found like the high smile boys yeah and i was like oh my god like these guys literally like came from they're nothing. gonna come on the potty soon i'm oh, sure oh i, I thought you actually talk yeah. with them yeah, yeah. yeah i'm putting Manifest it out there 100 percent um but yeah then i found like the high smile boys and i just, i just followed them on instagram and i just like started to become obsessed with them and, and at the same time um i was starting to find out about like manifestation and the law of attraction and everything like that yeah. um so then then that's when i got like the vision i was like okay i want to make money that's what i want to do i just want to be rich as fuck i mean i, I was 18 um started to like look into different avenues of like business still working the job at this yeah. time as well so i'm working like like including the driving like 15 hours a day or 14 hours a day and then um so i started doing like research like on youtube and everything and i was typing up like how to start your own business and mm -hmm. stuff and i was coming across all of these guys that were literally like my age like making like 10k months and stuff like that um and i was like what the hell and i kind of like it was more of an ego thing i was like i don't want to watch their stuff yeah. like what are they gonna know like they're the same age as me i don't yeah. need to watch them i'm gonna learn from the high smile boys um so i kind of didn't know what dropshipping was mm -hmm. anyway long story short i ended up like trying to start this own company with like ipl laser machines it's just yeah. like a product that's like really trending and um i was like well fuck, i need thousands of dollars worth of inventory Somewhere to put it, yeah. Somewhere to put it, somewhere mm -hmm. to stock it, somewhere to ship it out. Like yeah. all of these costs add up really quickly. And then that's when I was like, okay, maybe I will listen to these guys. How are they making 10K a month? <laughs> and then, so they were doing the exact same thing with me, but they weren't seeing or touching their product. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? 
Like that was just, my whole world just shifted. I was like, what the fuck? You don't have to see it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to touch it. You, you There's like, what, how, how? Just yeah. tell me how, tell me how. And then I just started watching so many videos and I was watching like kids making, I literally watched um, some guy make $20,000 in a day when he was 16 in year 10 at school. And I ended up working with him down the future, which wow. is like crazy. So he was like one of the first guys that I watched. And then I was, so that's when I became really obsessed with the business model. And mm -hmm. then, um, yeah, mixed with that with a lot of manifestation and stuff like that, which I think we, we can get into more. A yeah, little bit we'll down. go deep. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, that's kind of like where it all started for me. I was just, that was the, the kind of the, um, where the vision started. Yeah. So you just kind of um, uncovered drop shipping. You're starting to wrap your head around the business model. You're super excited at this point. You're very passionate about not doing the work that you're currently doing. Mm. So you're full of ambition and, and drive. So that sounds really, really interesting. And you touched on um, manifestation. So I, I heard a story um, through someone that, you know, you you went really really hard when it went when it came down to manifestation mm. and you kind of just went all in for mm -hmm. what how long a year or something yeah, or not even a quite year. a year it was about a year yeah yeah or so, maybe a bit under it was like probably like nine ten months nine months that's like when i started to go like full ham on on law of attraction because it just made so much sense to me yeah um i started to realize that once i found out about it my parents are into it a lot so mm -hmm. like i dedicated like a uh, I mean, a lot of my success to them for, for showing me the ins and outs of the law of attraction. So what was your thought process before that? You know, how, how did you bullshit. view the world? I, I was like, my parents used to listen to this um, person called Abraham Hicks. I don't yeah. know if you've ever yeah. heard of her, yeah. um, but they used to listen to her every morning. And I used to just like, I was a pretty angry teenager. So I used to just walk out and just be like, fucking turn this stuff off. Like I hate her voice. I hate this. I, I wasn't an open person. Yeah. I was just like, no, this is fucking so so bad um and then so i i i kind of became more like open and more i guess like along the lines of like a spiritual person um but keep in mind i was also like 18 so it wasn't yeah. like i was like super spiritual or anything yeah. but i started to realize that a lot of my a lot of things that happened in the past i used to think about deeply like a lot i remember the first mm -hmm. car that i bought was a mazda 3 and when i was working that very first laboring job i used to just listen to music like little uzi and pretend like in my head just subconsciously not even mm -hmm. realize what i'm doing but i'd be like i'm in a mazda 3 and it has leather seating leather interior and it's pimped out black and that's <laughs> i know it sounds like like yeah. it's, it's like super cringe but like yeah. i ended up getting that car like yeah. the exact car that i was picturing in my head and that was one of the big shifts that i realized like holy shit mm -hmm. like this is actually that actually happened and then i started connecting more dots and i'm mm -hmm. like wait i thought of that and that happened mm -hmm. and then like i was like hmm, let me try some stuff try to like manifesting people into my life and then that worked and i was like this can't be real and that's kind <laughs> of where the shift happened yeah. um I was not open to it at all. Yeah, it's insane. Like the people believe manifestation is like this woo-woo spiritual thing. But funny enough, there is actually a part of your brain that's called the reticular activating system. And its sole purpose is to seek out more of the information that you're feeding it. So if you're currently currently flooding your thoughts with a particular car that you're about to buy, notice when you're driving, you see that car everywhere. Mm. That's because your brain is now actively seeking more of the information you've been feeding it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, in a scientific form, is manifestation. Mm. 100%. It's not woo-woo. It's not spiritual. It definitely works too. Like I wrote a song yeah. and the start of the song was pull up in my 86 on the fast track. Yeah. Now I've got a BRZ. I had to change that song to... 
I'm bougie. Fuck the '86. Because <laughs> hey, I fucking made it happen. For real. Yeah. And that was from that manifesting. I was that song that I'd written was all about owning an 86 that I really wanted. And the mm -hmm. whole video clip was going to be me driving my shitty beat up Honda, yeah. mm -hmm. but envisioning being in the 86 fucking carving around Tambourine Mountain now. So I'm big big fuck the 86 because we've got the BRZ now. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like I used to do that all the time. I, when I was manifest, like once I started to understand what it was yeah. and it's fucking crazy, but like I used to Tambourine Mountains. I was like, I'm always going to go up Tambourine Mountains yeah, and just drive it and just that. like, just Tune up it like honestly i i used to work up there and that's what pretty uh, much i like my mm -hmm. shitty honda was dying i was like i need to make a decision fucking went and got the 86 and then my my to and from work has never been more fun in my life <laughs> yeah. just fucking <sighs> made it bearable caning it up there bro it's For sure. good fun 100%. i mean it's real stuff like 100 mm -hmm. like i was um very very close to buying an amg as mm -hmm. soon as i started going like yeah i want to buy this amg um I was seeing it everywhere. And it was also something that was on my vision board, which is yeah. crazy as well. Yeah, uh, they're um, underrated as well. I remember mm -hmm. having a vision board from when I was very, very young. Cause my mom has been, you know, she's spiritual to the core, mm. you know, always has been. So it's just kind of been some of the thing you have your wish board, your, your vision board, your gratitude boards, all that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like if it does nothing else bar make you happier every day, then it's fucking doing its job. Exactly. It shows you where you're going. You yeah. Know? But you wake up with like, oh yeah. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. 100%. Like, I can't say why you wouldn't do that. No. I mean, it's it's literally scientifically proven that if you write your goals down, it's 40%, 42% more likely to come true. Mm -hmm. 42. Like, that's fuck, a big I'm going to write everywhere. <laughs> and that's what I did. Yeah. One of the things that I did was wrote all over my shower. I literally have a video of it when I was 18. Still, I didn't have success. I knew it was going to work. Yeah. I wrote all over my shower and all over my mirror to the point where you couldn't see out of it. Just saying, you are <laughs> like, my business is going to succeed in 2019. I am going to be the best at what I do. Dropshipping is going to work for me. I attract like everything yeah. man and i was signing it i was dating it like i always sign everything off because yeah. so the universe knows it's me yeah you know what i mean exactly so, yeah. and you know you gotta put it you gotta put a timeline as well i heard um i was listening to a podcast last week and i can't remember the name of the guest but he was basically saying you know you've got to put a timeline because it's great to have all these big goals but if you're not giving yourself a deadline, then that's always going to be something that you're striving for, never something that comes into fruition. Mm. You know, so like Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for, for a million dollars. Um, and yes, sir. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and it absolutely. He ended up crushing it. Well, like mm. years ahead of his deadline. Yeah. Two years after he mm -hmm. made it, he got a call. I, I literally remember him saying it word for word because I used to watch this video probably once a night. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he wrote himself a check for a million dollars and two, three years later, he, um, on, on the day that he dated it, literally it was, um, it was new year's Eve or, or Thanksgiving mm -hmm. Christmas or something like that. Um, and he made, he got a call saying he was going to make $10 million from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interview on Oprah, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, model what's already working. That's one of the things that I used to do all the time was watching. I used to have a playlist where I would see every single, um, celebrity talk about manifestation and the law mm -hmm. of attraction um and then i would model what they do and i wrote my check for my, myself a check for a million dollars um but we'll get into that when we yeah. start talking about numbers <laughs> awesome but well, um, um we're, we're about to reset the cameras cool. yeah. so we might as well get that i, I feel like that's urinate, a nice so section. that was a good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean guys if you need to go like you just pull <laughs> amazing no, you're dropping bombs, bro. We can't pull that shit up. I had to talk a little bit there. I'm like, I'm legit. <laughs> <laughs> you're just in awe. <laughs> 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 
What up, everybody? We are back from our little interlude. Our interlude brought to us by our sponsors, MeUndies. <laughs> Need something to hold your balls? Daisy and like, what we the fuck's going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump straight back in with a question for us casuals, right? So, say we want to start casuals. us casuals is oh, okay. the drop shipping casuals. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we would want to get into something like this, are you researching for like? Are you just selling what you want or are you looking at what people are buying and giving the people what they want? Yeah, so that's actually a really good question. I get this question a lot as well. Um, and a lot of people ask me, like, am I passionate about what I sell? Um, do I love what I sell? And the immediate answer to that is no. I literally couldn't give a fuck about what I'm selling just as long as it's making me money. Um, like, yes. Sheesh. So that's yeah. <laughs> so, so you're just going looking for what people are buying. Yeah. So basically, yeah. I, I mean, if it's trending, I know that I can beat that competitor. Yeah. So then that's what I'll do. What kind of products are you selling? Everything and anything. I mean, you basically have the option to sell millions of products worldwide. Like that is just like yeah. mind blowing, mm-hmm. and people don't really realize that. That I mean, they'll try two products, it doesn't work, and then it's like, oh fuck, no, this shit doesn't work. Like dropshipping yeah. saturated, dropshipping's dead. It's like, man, you tried two products. You literally have a million other products to choose yeah. from. Yeah. So, like, what what are you selling? Like, some um, like some examples. I'll I'll give one, uh, just because like some of them are still running. Yeah. So, like, yeah. If I was okay. To say, fair then enough. I'd have more competition, but like, <laughs> I mean, I've sold uh, a back relief product, and another one I sold is masks. Mm-hmm. So yeah. They're, like okay. two different things. So I mean, I always try to sell emotion. Um. So if someone's like got really severe back pain, and I literally put the solution to that problem right in front of them they're going to purchase out of motion uh, out of emotion yeah. i mean if, if it's an impulse buy it can't really last that long but if you're selling the emo the, the solution to the frustration of that emotion then you can make a lot of money yeah i mean I, yeah i was just gonna say i used to work at a certain retail store on the coast that we're ever a lot of people are very familiar with and a lot of their stuff is built off that it's they really tapped into the serotonin of purchasing a new outfit mm-hmm. and what they were training us is sell that emotion, mm-hmm. sell that, how you will feel once you've done it. Exactly. A lot of people mm-hmm. just try to whip up a store and it doesn't work. I mean, the product doesn't sell itself. It's your marketing that sells the product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it might look good from, you know, first glance, you know, you've got all the pieces, you've got your proper landing page and all that kind of stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's emotionally moving. You know, there is a formula to this shit. Mm. So I want to dive into your stint. When you first decided you're going to go hell for leather on, you know, building out your dream. Talk us through that process because I know it's a great story. Yeah. So once I found out what I wanted to do, I kind of had, like we were saying, I had a massive understanding of the law of attraction. Deleted all my social media, um, deleted my Facebook and then created a new one. And how old were you at this stage? Just 18. For context. Con- 18. 18. Yeah, awesome. I was 18. Yeah. Um, so I deleted all of it. And then I um, I only followed law of attraction pages and also pages that people were successful on already doing what I was doing. Um, because so every time I open up social media, I immediately see something positive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care what, what my friends were doing on the weekend. I didn't care about what they were eating. I didn't, I didn't care about this stuff. I just knew where I need to be. And that's all I wanted to like surround myself with. And that's where it started. So after that, um, yeah, I had a very clear vision mm-hmm. and I just started grinding on it. I started working. Um, I was still working that job at the time. So yep. the, the roadside job. And then, um, 
I ended up getting let off for that. So I had a really long time of, of like doing, do, like being able to pursue what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so then I started working every single day on creating, like trying to make this whole system work. I was tr- like, are we going to get straight into it? Like, no, go straight into it, man. And like, okay. Were you thinking of, um, were you thinking of drop shipping at that time or were you going through the phase of figuring out what you want to put your energy to? No. So once, once I started, once I found out like these kids were making like a lot of money, I was like, yeah. if they can do it, I can do it. And I wasn't going in with the mentality of, oh, I'll give this a few goes. And if it doesn't work, then I'm going to give up. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you try if you go into anything with that mentality, it's never going to work mm-hmm. and like you, no professional football player is has become a professional from like <laughs> a couple of training sessions yeah this shit takes time and it's hard and you will want to give up but i mean you just got to keep pushing it's consistency that's going to get to where you need to be and um so big dreams are what keeps the fire burning you got to have big fucking dreams mm. that's the secret Make your dreams so out of proportion that everyone fucking laughs at you because when you get up in the morning and, you know, that vision pops into your head, you have no other choice but to be a fucking mental badass and just go hard on whatever the fuck you're working on. That's the simplest way to put it, really. And that ties back into manifestation. Like, you know, it's not a science. It's it's just pure emotion and you have to fucking dive in head first. That's my two cents. 100%. You're not going to become a pro from watching on the sideline. No. I, I completely agree. So I started to I started to um, learn a lot. My philosophy on life is that you can learn anything on YouTube if it's to do with business. 100%. Um, so I, I started to learn a lot. I mean, I was pretty much going to YouTube University. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, started to kind of I, the first thing that i started with was doing instagram um, meme page shout outs so what i would do is i went to like meme pages or big mm-hmm. following instagram pages that have like a had over like a million to like 500k to a million followers i'd dm and be like hey can i do a promotion on your on your um on your mm-hmm. page and then it would be like maybe 50 to 100 dollars, and that mm-hmm. was still so much money for me at the time because yeah. i didn't have 50 to 100 dollars and then I ended up doing a few and none of them worked, like literally none. And I did that for about four months, just trying to make them work. I mean, mm-hmm. I made, I think the most sales that I made was maybe one. So and- when you say they didn't work, were you driving traffic and it wasn't converting or were you just, it wasn't working from like the get go? Yeah, I was driving traffic and it wasn't converting yeah. because I didn't have the tools that you'd have with Facebook ads at the time. I was too scared yeah. to learn Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. I, it looked way too difficult to me. And I and, and I mean, if I could just give it to a million people, then put it right in front of them, then I thought it was going to work, but it didn't. And there was also, again, no emo- emotional selling. It was just, I was putting the product on there. Hey, hey, hey go, swipe up to buy now. Yeah. No one's going to buy that unless it's a massive influencer yeah. because they trust that influencer. And I mean, it's still got to relate with the influencer, but I was just putting random products. Like the first one I saw was an iPhone case Mm -hmm. and um, I made one sale and that was it. it, And then, yeah, but it was Mm -hmm. also proof that this model does work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once I made that first sale, I was like fucking going crazy. I remember it. It was from India. The guy bought it from India. (laughs) And um, how good is that? So for everyone who's not familiar with the Shopify platform, when you get an order, it makes like a cha-ching sound. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who hasn't experienced that, bro, the adrenaline rush you get when you hear that for the first time, or even every time you hear it, man, they have cracked the code on that shit, man. Yeah. The dopamine spike. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but at the time, I wasn't even using Shopify. So I was it was using ClickFunnels at the time. I didn't, I was too, also yeah. too scared to, to really go into the Shopify um, platform, but I was using ClickFunnels and then I remember just sitting there refreshing it, refreshing it because you don't get notifications yeah. or anything. 
and then it came through i was like oh my god <laughs> crazy and i i mean i lost like 30 dollars doing it but yeah. i was like this shit what you made a sale nonetheless 100%. yeah and um so that was like the first thing i was like okay this works so i can <laughs> do this um and then i started to to really like put my head down i mean i didn't go out at all like I, I wasn't leaving my house i was just listening like i was bumping little uzi every single day oh, because yes. he talks a lot about money yeah and i was like this guy's just so high i would sit in my room listening to little uzi 24 7 just looking for the next product to sell mm -hmm. sending it like put getting people to post it on the uh, instagram and stuff and it just never worked for me i was like why hasn't this worked um but going back quickly yeah. to like the manifestation thing i, I wrote my check uh, self a check for a million dollars and august uh dated it for august yeah. um so i was coming up to august and i mean like um i had the biggest vision board for august 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 and then um just before august on july i ordered ten thousand uh no it was like two two and a half thousand dollars worth of inventory mm -hmm. of blue light blocking glasses so you and, took inventory yeah so Ooh. knew what the knew what the uh the bit like drop shipping wasn't everything but i i don't know what happened i just really wanted it to work and i was like maybe you can't drop ship and it works like maybe you actually have to create a brand and like give it to influencers and everything like that yeah and at this time i was still kind of scared to learn facebook ads but i was slowly learning and then i ordered it um and then sold uh one pair <laughs> i sold one pair i had 800 <laughs> uh, 800 more units to sell and i was like shit that was like the last bit of my money and um a funny story i still have that inventory to this day <laughs> in the back of my car literally all of these blue light blocking glasses i mean it's we a, should do a charity drive or something 100 yeah, percent. plug them yeah plug them right here right now but they were shit quality shit. too <laughs> bad giving those things out I, I didn't even like realize how like bad quality they were um anyway so then i was like fuck what am i gonna do and then i had literally about like i think it was like 500 dollars left or something like that and um also i didn't have a job at the time because i had hadn't had a job for about mm -hmm. eight months and then my 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 parents were kind of getting not like telling me like oh you need to get a job but kind of just being like okay what are you doing mm -hmm. and i was like fuck and then i i, I just never stopped i always was like nah this works this will work this will work and at the same time, it was coming up to August and then I was like, fuck it, drop this, drop this business model. Drop, I mean, drop this idea with the blue light blocking glasses. Got to go to the next one. I just have to keep this momentum going. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I found a new product and there was a massive leading competitor selling this product as well and no one else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, maybe I can try this product. Um, and then I launched it on July 29th. Um, and then the next day I, I was like, oh my God, like this is going to work. I just knew it was going to work too. Woke up the Can next day. Can you say what the product was? I can't because I still yeah. sell it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I woke up the next day and made zero dollars as well. And I was <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? And then I had checked my, my Instagram page and it had a lot of engagement on the post. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people were tagging each other. And the kind of the, the niche that I was in, to give you a better perspective, mm -hmm. was the relationship niche. Yeah. So I was selling a product um, that like the, the girlfriend or the boyfriend would want to buy for each other out of that love emotion. Yeah. yeah. Right. So um, I had this, my ad creative was like the, the product and it was just like... Um, yeah, so it was the product, but my my ad copy was like, oh my god, my boyfriend just bought me this. I love him so much. So immediately, mm -hmm. when a when a guy sees that yeah. subconsciously, they think, okay, this That's is what my girlfriend's ticket. gonna feel like yeah. when when they buy this product, right? So it had so much engagement, and all of these people started to like 
tag their boyfriends in it like get me this get me this and i was like what the fuck like i've never had this yeah. like even though i'm not making sales i've just got so many people interest interested yeah. and i was using facebook ads at the time i wasn't using any in instagram or anything like mm -hmm. that so I, I was just running very shit facebook ads. was this your first attempt at facebook ads? no it was like the second because i tried it with the blue light blocking glasses okay, yeah. and then um so yeah and then i went to the bed the next day and i was like no nah, this has to work man like it's got to work i woke up the next day and i'd made like 300 dollars in revenue and i had spent <laughs> around i think it was like 15 or 20 dollars in ads wow so the ROI on that was ridiculous so i had mm. i don't know how much i can't remember off the top of my head but i probably made like about 180 dollars yeah and like 180 dollars like i would look at 100 dollars and think that was like i could do so much with yeah. that mm -hmm. but i just made this in my sleep and I didn't have to work 12 hours a day. I didn't have to physically touch anything like hard labor. And I just woke up and I, man, that hit me so hard. Yeah. I, I remember going to the gym and I was just in the gym listening to like little Uzi and I just started like really getting emotional. I was like, like I'm not going to have to go to another job again. Yeah. I'm not going to have to go to another job. I'm going to be able to do whatever the fuck I want for the rest of my life. And this is, this is it. This is where it starts. And it was just all hitting me like fuck yeah. it, through my head. I was like, everyone, so many people said that I couldn't do it. So many people. And like my closest the, the surroundings were just not believing in me. And like, it just hit me so hard. And I was like, no, nah, i got to stop this session. i got to go home. And I mean, I went home, I was so emotional. And then I just saw my mom and I just gave her the biggest heart and started like tearing up. And it was just, I had worked so long with no results and worked so hard for it. And yeah. I mean, that was one of the best days of my life was, was the moment where I realized that I'm, I'm, I've, done what I've, yeah, I've yeah. put my mind to selling and it actually worked and I'm never going to have to go back to what I didn't want to do before um wow and yeah that yeah. was that was like the first day where it really just took off and I was like oh my god and then that week I'd made 2.7k um in revenue and I probably profited like I don't know like 1500 that wow. was more than I had ever made <laughs> you know? and, I, and I mean I just yeah. and I was 18 still yeah oh no yeah oh no I was I think I was 19 at the time um and then yeah, that that first month I did thirty three thousand. The month after that I did um, sixty thousand. The month after that was like eighty seven thousand. The month after that was one hundred and sixty thousand. And then the month after that was like eighty thousand because it came up to Christmas. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that was just like the wow. biggest. That escalated really Christ. fucking quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wrote that check. Yeah. I wrote that check. I dated it, even though I didn't hit my million dollar target. I mean. I still got what I was trying to go for. Close. And I mean, yeah. like, I don't get like, it, what happened if I made that 100,000? I might have hit fucking like 30K. Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? I shot big. I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to make a meal in 12 months. I don't give a fuck how long it takes or mm -hmm. or anything like that. But I mean, that was, yeah, that was yeah. crazy. Fuck. So that, that product yeah. ended up doing um, like, it was at 390,000 or oh, it was like 390,000 in, in six months. And I profited like um, 140,000 off that. That's amazing. That was my first product Fuck. that actually worked. That I tried like 15 products before that. Holy shit. And you were saying before that you spent some stupid money. Mm. What, I mean, what kind of things you give, you, you give a kid, <laughs> if you can say. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like you give someone that's never had money before a bunch of money, they're going to do some crazy shit with it most of the time. I mean, especially me because my ego was so high at that time as well, mm -hmm. where I was like, fuck everyone. I can do whatever I want. I How want them to see that be they didn't it? believe in me. So then mm -hmm. I'm going to buy so much stuff. Um, and then I just, yeah, I spent a lot of money. I, I bought a lot of designer. Um, I spent like probably like 10 to 20 K on designer. 
Um, and then I spent like, I, I traveled to Bali for a little bit, spent like 30 to 40 K over there. Basically in, in, in those six months, I had spent like a lot of money. And then <laughs> after a that, lot of money, let's leave it. <laughs> I don't know, but just a lot, a lot. <laughs> you know. yeah. yeah. And then, and then after that, um, I got hit with the, oh yeah, you have to pay tax. And yeah. Like, Fuck. What is tax? Like, I don't even know what this is. I dropped out of high school. <laughs> um, and, and they then, didn't yes. teach that shit in high school. No, they, they don't. don't. I mean, <laughs> that wouldn't have helped you at all. They don't teach how to make money in high school. So no. there's no way they're teaching tax. No. <laughs> Fuck no. But, um, so yeah, that was the first product. Mm -hmm. And after that, I traveled to Bali. Um, so once you kind of got that, um, that first success, then what changed in your mindset and approach? Were you still like knuckling out, like going about it on your own kind of full fucking mm. like solo mode? Or would, yeah. did you then start to reach out to people, try and find people to work with in the same niche or? Um, yeah, so... I always, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to work with anyone. I didn't want to learn from anyone or anything like that because I was like, I just did this. Yeah. I don't need help. And that yeah. was like probably one of the biggest killers uh, for one of the reasons that that store like started to drop off after Christmas was because of that reason. My, I was, I was kind of like more arrogant or like my ego was just too high. I was like, yeah. I did this myself. I can do anything myself now, which I mean, it was just a massive learning experience to me because it just, the universe just hit me in the, like in the back mm -hmm. and then I'm like, yeah. no, nah, you're going to have to. You're gonna have to learn for some other people. Change you know? that tune, boy. <laughs> yeah, but I I went to Bali with yeah. the intention of networking. Yeah, um, that was one thing that I did do, and that's where I f um, found Lux Week, the com the other company that I don't mm -hmm. really talk about. Um, I met some of the people over there, and that's how um, I I got into Lux Week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I also brought on that guy that made 20k in that day in a day. Remember at the start yeah, of this yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. I said there yeah. was a guy that he was 16. Yeah, I ended up working with him on the store, and we just worked so well together um it did really well and then yeah um it took wow. me a while to kind of like invest in mentors and stuff like that yeah because i've got um dylan scott coming on next week oh yeah so i know you guys have done a little bit of work together. yeah dill's actually one of my um my boys we had a store together that did really well wow yeah, yeah. and i remember watching um one of your youtube videos how you guys took that from i won't give numbers but you guys um yeah, we, made a youtube video where you took it to a certain number over about two weeks do you want to tell us a bit about that story yeah we, we can talk numbers so basically we're selling a product um yeah. and um we did 133k in a week um we're doing twenty four thousand dollar days back to back i literally have the video of like my screen recording of all the <laughs> notifications i was like now 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 just yeah. people buying um shout out to dill because dill actually found that product he's an absolute weapon when it comes to it's just, great like, finding random products um but yeah so that that's what we, we ended up doing 133k and then we did uh in the first week and then mm -hmm. after that it was like one hundred and seventy eight thousand, and then we profited ninety thousand out of that um but yeah wow that was yeah last year Fuck. No, the start of last year so this was only like probably like seven months after my first store yeah and then i also had a store in between that where i did like 30k and then i've had i had another store with um one of my other really good friends and we did like 600k last year in like eight months and yeah, yeah. no it's brilliant and do you find you like having to open up lots of different stores to see what sticks or do you feel like you got a better idea of what to choose now no 100 i mean it's all about testing yeah. like in this game you can't guess i mean you have to have statistics to back up your evidence like what you're what you're trying to sell mm -hmm. i mean I, I launch stores to this day and they don't work yeah. it's not like i have some like i mean there is a process where you can understand if it's going to work or not um but with yeah it's just I mean, until you receive data, you don't know if it's going to work because I could say, okay, well, let's sell ring lights and it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But 
I mean, I wouldn't have known that until I tested it. Or I yeah, could yeah. be like, or you could be like, okay, let's, I don't know, sell something else. And I'm like, yeah. no, that, that won't work. And then it does work. It could be the best product of exactly. that year. Yeah, yeah. It just comes to, there's so many different variables that come into like it's timing as well. Yeah, timing want. as well. Like the there's just a lot of and like human psychology, like consumer psychology. I mean, there, there's so many different variables that go into it. Yeah. But um, I I d definitely do have a better perspective on what's working and everything like that now, and like how to take those stores to like six and seven figures. We have, the world has just changed a lot in the last 18 months, basically with lockdowns, COVID and all that kind of stuff. I don't mm. have to tell you the story, but how has that changed your processes and thought process? You know, finding um, products. More money. People are yeah. at home. They're spending more time on their phones. Um, it's, They've got money they didn't have to work for. Exactly. If mm. they're on, like, if they're getting money from the government, mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to look to spend that money immediately. So if you put your product in front of the right audience, it's going to sell. Mm. E-commerce has like boosted in the like I, I don't know the numbers, the specific numbers, mm. but I'm pretty sure, like, and don't quote me on this, it was like three x since last year. Yeah. I mean, as soon as coronavirus happened, that's when all my stores, like my sales, were just boosting. Mm. Like people don't know what to do with their money, so yeah. When Australia first went into lockdown, that's when anarchy kind of hit the roof. You know, things were just absolutely nuts. For like that first solid three months that we went into lockdown, it was just mayhem mm. on in the best <laughs> possible way, you know, yeah. especially with the name anarchy. Like this has been something that, you know, I've, I've been running anarchy since 2000 and or late 2015, but never before have we had this much organic traffic. You look at the news, everyone's fucking spitting anarchy, you know, all over the States anarchy 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 and then that was all you know funneling back to us i don't have to pay a fucking cent for yeah, it's it a little seo mm. yeah it was man <laughs> hell yeah it was amazing so like yeah I've, 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 online business and i've been having this conversation with lots of people recently as well because you know I, I have a couple of friends that are in situations where they haven't been able to work and they've just been sitting there waiting for their opportunity to work i'm like it's fucking 2021 mm open up your laptop, open up YouTube, how to make money, and you'll be given tens of thousands of options. Like mm. billions. Billions, billions of, of options well, of really, how to make money. Go <laughs> going off of that, I'm going to ask, like somebody who's listening to this right now who's maybe didn't know what dropshipping was mm. before this, what advice would you give somebody like that taking into account that, you know, you said that it is about testing, I feel like uh, quite a few people who might be interested in the idea of dropshipping after listening to this probably don't have a lot of capital either to put mm. into it. So like, what's your advice to somebody in that situation? Yeah, so it's basically like you look at any other business model, right? It all takes capital to start up. But this one really, really doesn't. I mean, if you like I started mine with like $500. Yeah, it's a lot different now. Like it, it might cost like a thousand to two thousand dollars to really get the ball rolling. Mm. But like, I mean, kind of go into it with the mindset of this, like not trying to not, not what am I trying to say? Oh my God. But like not being um like, oh, I'm going to try this two times. Like I was yeah. saying earlier, like I'm not going to try this. It, okay. I'll try this two times. And if it doesn't mm. work, I'm going to give up. That's just like mm -hmm. the worst mentality you can go it's, into anything. It's with. a marathon. And it's, it's, it's a a, what a lot of people do because they get this shiny object syndrome and they're like, oh my God, like this guy did it in this, this amount of time. Like, it's just like, just run your own race. Mm. And, and there's a lot of people that are trying to do this right now. It doesn't mean you can't do it. I mean, it just gives you evidence that it's working. Exactly. Do you, oh, yeah. do you have any advice for anybody, uh, you know, if this is something that your courses cover, then, you know, feel free not to say anything, but like 
product selection? Where does somebody start looking? Yeah, okay, that's a really good question. And obviously, I do cover that in the program into more depth. But long story short, I mean, if you're getting hit by Facebook ads of a product, what is that telling you? It's telling you that, that they're spending money on their product to try to, like, it's telling you that the product is working. Yeah. I mean, go on to AliExpress and check if the product is on there. I guarantee you that product is not patent and it's just a drop shipping mm. product that they have made like branded really really well mm. um there's a lot of big brands out there that drop ship at the end of the day drop shipping is just a business model it never you yeah. can't die it's, mm. it's literally a business model and yeah. i mean yeah if you're getting hit by their ads it's telling you that that product is working so go and sell that product yeah Cool. That's yeah, what I'd say. Perfect. Well, um, we've got to reset the cameras again. Jeez, that goes quick, man. Bro, it really, really does. does. <laughs> so fast, <man>. so <laughs> we're just going to take an, another really quick break, um, and then we'll be back to wrap things up and drop some more bombs on you lovely people. Hell yeah. I need to pee again, so this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Max used to watch that all the time. Mm. <laughs> That's some money song Where's the there. coke? Welcome back to Before the Money TV. <laughs> we wow. have just had another quick break because our minds were just fucking exploding, if I'm going to be honest with you here. Possibilities are absolutely endless in 2021. And the quicker you guys realize that, the better you are. Because we love you all and we want you all to exceed because we know you're capable of it. So let's jump straight back in. Dacian. When we're sitting down here and before the money TV in 12 months time, what would you have wanted to to achieve? Or if this is an easier question, what does your life look like in as much detail as you can conjure? Like 12 months for now. I, I think that the, the number that I've always had is like 50 mil. Yeah. Like that's just, I mean, that's just what nice I'm- Nice round number. I'm going to get. No, I don't want it. I already have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking nice. Um. So, I mean, by the, I don't know. I don't- well, what does that, how does that 50 mil shape your life? Let's visualize it a little bit because yeah. money can do anything. You can be 50 mil and live in a fucking basement or you can have 50 mil and own an island. Like mm. what does your life look like? No, I'm huge on like my, my why kind of like has always been family, health and freedom. As long as I can take care of those three things, like I'm, I'm Gucci. Yeah. I mean like 50 mil, that's enough to take care of my like family, my kids, kids, kids. But like seriously, yeah, just like it. 50 mil like the, i just want to build companies that i can just exit i'm always like in it for the exit that's what i'm building right now it's mm-hmm. just like you can sell e-com stores for exit as well like big amounts of money too not not mm. like i'm not talking like a few hundred thousand i'm talking like millions and because yeah. you can sell e-com on e-com stores based on projections as well yeah, not just past results yeah but like the thing is with with that like you can't really just have like a drop shipping store and be like oh yeah this is what i want you to buy for three mil you know what i mean like you have to have everything set up majority of the time people want to look for inventory they want to look for like do you have i don't know like the whole structure set up what do you like and not just have a a three-month-old drop shipping store Mm -hmm. it's not very sexy for an investor to look at and actually like because then they're just investing in problems in a lot of times. Exactly. Well. I mean, yeah. you got to have a really structured like company set up for you to exit that thing. Yeah. But that's just what my goal is at the moment, creating big brands that I can exit. I mean, in a year, like I'm not emotionally attached to any product that I sell. So if someone gives me the right number, I'm out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, 50 mil in like 10 years. Like that's just what I would like I'm going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing that's going to stop me. But in 12 months time, I don't know. I don't really have a number. Just as long as I can exit a few businesses. Yeah. Like that's just what I want to do. I just want to build as many businesses as I can. Like I have so much fun with it. I, I'm, I'm just like, I'm in love with the money mm-hmm. and money loves me. 100%. <laughs> and like, 
Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I there's yeah. That's no. just what I want to preach in this in this video. If there's one thing you can take away from it. There's nothing wrong with being obsessed with money. In Pe my opinion, that's my personal opinion. Because I agree, man. People 100%. are always trying to attach that stigma to it, and that's always that's yeah. obviously like a a jealous point of view. Yeah. So I was I was gonna pull this question out later, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it now because it makes sense. What would you say to all those people out there that tell you that money can't buy you freedom? <laughs> The people that say or that money can't buy you happiness well. usually happiness don't have either of those say. two things. Yeah, mm. That's a fact. Those people that are saying money doesn't buy freedom or money doesn't buy happiness, they don't have any of those. Mm. Yeah. So that's my answer. How would they know? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. the people, although like you can't have just money and everybody knows mm. that. That's common sense. You that's can't have fact. just money, but with money, you can do whatever the fuck you want with mm. it. And if you're it's a half sane person and you put it towards things you're passionate about, you spend it on loved ones, like, mm -hmm. you know, that is what gives you the freedom and the fulfillment. It's not necessarily having the money because at the end of the day, you know, what is money? It's this made up construct. You know, it's this thing that we've printed and given this value to. Mm. But it allows us to live the life of our wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything more fulfilling than that i want to fucking know what it is you know 100 like for example my mom recently had her birthday and i got her like an airbnb just like a really nice airbnb like out the out in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. just like peaceful um and i mean seeing her reaction to me getting her that was made me so happy yeah. and if i didn't have money i wouldn't be able to do that and mm -hmm. i wouldn't be able to feel that feeling um it's not like the actual object it's what you can do with that object mm -hmm. in my opinion this is yeah and it's also the lack of having to choose between one or the other you know when you have sufficient capital it's like i don't have to select between that and that because i want them both equally i'm going to have them fucking both you know mm -hmm. have yeah. your cake and eat it too it's it's a very small minded mindset when you know you think you have to select in this world because we're no longer living in a world of hardship you know yes there is hardship around but for those that are able and in a position and driven to change their life shit can change really fucking quickly as you guys have all just heard there's living proof sitting right next to me right now Things can change really, really quickly, but you have to fucking devote your life to it and you can't be a fucking pussy about it. That's just plain, simple English. If you want to achieve something great in this world, you have to pull your fucking socks up, put in the time and delete all the excuses because every single one of those things will, you know, chop you off at the knees and you've got no hope. So please, because I love you guys, like I've said, dedicate yourself to a dream and don't stop until you achieve that goal because all the blood sweat and tears will be well and truly worth it you know when you're living the life of your dreams at any age i don't care if you're fucking 12 you're 8 you're 60 you have the ability to change your life within this year mm. i kind of want to reiterate on the 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 work that it does take too because i feel like there's a i don't know their names but you get youtube ads of people that are selling you courses on mm. drop shipping and stuff and I feel like a lot of people do kind of sell it to you as this like quick fix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But after getting to know you and speaking to, with mm -hmm. you about it, it's become so apparent that everything that we do, it's a marathon and it's not a sprint mm. like by any means. Cause I feel like there's a lot of people that are kind of like around me and the things that are happening around me. And then they kind of see that and they're like, well, like I, you know, they get that I can do it too, but I feel like a lot of people don't understand that even something like this or music or a mm -hmm. clothing brand, 
everything that you do, you've got to put that those hard yards in as you have. 100%. So. It takes a long time to be an overnight success. Mm -hmm. Bro, I love that. Line. Yeah. That's so much, man. Yeah. I well, like that. That's, that's fucking awesome. bars right there, bro. So what's, what do you think kind of has been your most proud moment this year? You know, you touched on being able to get the Airbnb for your mom. I'm sure you have, you know, times like that. I don't know. Kind of moving out was like one of the biggest things. I yeah. think like just moving out of my house, uh, my, my mom's place, um, getting my own apartment, kind of just being on my own. I love it. I love being alone. Um, I love, yeah, that's just... I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, I can't really pinpoint a moment right now off the top of my head. But you're just proud at the moment. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. like, I'm just chilling, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I mean, the the motivation never stops. I'm still watching those YouTube videos of Jake yeah. Paul and Flay's Clan and going, I need to be there. I'm right here right now. Mm. Yeah, this works. Mm -hmm. Just like my first Shopify sale worked. And it's just like, I'm still going to keep going though. And I'm not going to stop until I get there. 100%. Well, I, I can't look see back a on fucking YouTube clan coming together right here. Hey, hey facts. Bro. You go to League of Legends. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. So I'll get back into League for that shit. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah 100%. Not, I kind of said to myself when I stopped playing League that the only time that I would take it up again mm -hmm. is to stream it. Mm -hmm. yeah. to make it like a productive love, habit because holy crap it like i'm just yeah i'm again. huge on on youtube man like watching other like i'm i'm so big on on phase clan nelk boys like i watch that all the time mm -hmm. just because i know how realistic that is to do now from everything yeah. else that i've done but like even like rice gum and stuff like that i don't know i don't know if you guys know who that is but like these guys are just living a, re a really good life and i think it's mm -hmm. good that i'm not comp like complacent is that a word complacent, complacent yeah, yeah. Compla i'm not complacent right now i'm like no nah, i need to keep going yeah but it's just like coronavirus everything's happening i'm just yeah. creating the foundation so then when all this stuff blows over i can just go bang yeah 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 exactly nice. right so we were thinking about as well um setting it up this podcast on like a live twitch stream that would actually be really cool. I love Twitch. Twitch yeah. is such a good platform. I mean, if you think about it, Twitch is the new radio. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You're yep. tuning in live, but you're watching people. I mean, I watched Rice Gum stream the other day, and all he did was sleep in a bed with a really good-looking girl. And, I mean, he got like 60,000 or 70,000 viewers just watching him live. Like it is Watching the, him sleep. Watching him sleep. What? It's the new, That's, it is the new radio and like radio's, wow. like radio's dead, man. Yeah. Like I don't listen to the radio ever. I've got an Oxford. I'm not going to listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. I want to listen to what I want to listen to. And that's, that's the power. Like you don't have really the ability to tune into a station that you really want to listen to, but where, as you can tune into so many different genres online, yeah. mm -hmm. you have the power to be like, you, you are in power of yeah. what you, you decide watch to whatever watch. Whatever you want. Yeah. Whenever you, you can want. literally do whatever you want on Twitch. Like people like invest a couple of hundred dollars into a good mic and then they do ASMR videos mm. of them mm -hmm. fucking just like tapping shit or eating shit and they're getting like hundreds and thousands of people watching them at one time donating money and shit. Like, wow. It's crazy what you can do on those 100%. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I, I think you should definitely do that. Yeah, it's the future, you know? And like the same the same reason why we've kind of transitioned into podcasts, people want content on demand. They want content constantly. Like I know personally, if I'm not listening to a podcast or listening to an audio book or working, like I must be asleep or dead. Seriously, like it's content <laughs> absorption constantly mm. for me. And I know mm. there's lots of people out there in the world. So we need to provide the content for them to absorb, really. Mm -hmm. I think it's our generation. Like I'm, I'm so... Um kind of like bad with that like i'll fall asleep watching a youtube video oh, it's just what i do it's like my meditation but it's i think at the same time it's it's not obviously that healthy to do going to bed on a stimulated brain mm -hmm. i mean 
you wake up like I, I wake up with like a pretty bad headache sometimes and i just think that i don't know it's just our generation we're, we're always looking for the next quick high and yeah, like yeah. watching things is such a quick high mm. i mean yeah so there's you know how we're making that transition from you know um i don't know what the word for it is but basically we're going from like digital gaming to virtual reality which is fully immersive so there we have uh, I'm not going to get too specific because I'll probably butcher it, but we have a certain amount of parameters that are, are stimulated from us playing, you know, traditional video games. Um, but we don't necessarily trigger all the stimulus that we would say in the real world, you know, walking around, feeling sunshine and all that kind of stuff. The reason why VR has taken such a massive hold is because it literally triggers every single, you know, natural point of stimulation in our brains and in our physical bodies that we trigger in the real world and when you're stepping into a hyper realistic world where there is no limits there is you don't even need gravity if you don't need if you don't want it there is no limits and we're still triggering our you know 40 40 million year old brains the exact same way there no wonder we get bored of like the mundane shit because we have unlimited stimulus that we don't even need to imagine because everything that we could possibly imagine is being created and we can access it what the fuck is going to happen in say like 10 years time if this is the position we're in at the moment what does the world look like some what? ready player one shit legit you know? man like, that stuff the, is so much realer than we think people will live their lives Probably in VR right now, we just haven't taken our headset off. Yeah. Hey. That wigs me out a lot, actually. That makes me feel weird. But what just if you like off, wake up, up somewhere like properly fucked up, though? Like, yeah. I was watching um the other day, there's that Netflix series, Love, Death, and Robots. I haven't seen that. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And so, like, every, it's a series, but every, every episode is a new story made by a new animation studio. There's one in particular where this dude, like, gets lost very, very, very deep in space. Mm hmm. And then he has these, this uh, lady that he knows comes to him like, you're really lost in space, yep. like chill out, it's all good. You know, they get it on, it's all happy. Wow. And then he realizes that even she's lying to him and he's like way deeper in space than he ever thought he was. And he's being fed a simulation by this like fucking like <laughs> spider looking thing, which is like trying to protect him. He's yeah. like, I want to see what you actually look like. And she's like, you're not fucking ready. <laughs> and he's like, no, I want to see. And it's like this fucking apocalyptic, like he's stuck in this ball in space. Apocalyptic as fucking this spider things like feeding him the simulation to just look after his soul because he's just Bro, the creator of that space. show must be have a really creative brain. Yeah. Oh, that, that whole series is like on point. Do you know the one I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, man. Dude, I, I've how watched it a couple of times. Fucking crazy is that episode. Yeah. Love, Death, and Robots. 100%. Kind of reminds me of um, in is it in Inception? No. Um, Insidious? Interstellar. Yeah. Where, like, he goes yeah. like in space and then mm -hmm. just goes into the, like the fifth dimension. That shit is crazy. I love all that. That's kind of pretty stuff, well man. lit. Like he gets yeah. lost bit, in the same shit. And, as well. and then yeah. this thing grabs him and it's like, I'm looking after you. And it is, but it's like creepy Still as fuck. Looks freaky, hey. Yeah. yeah right. If aliens landed all right, so let's we want to kind of wrap it up shortly, <laughs> but let's throw a little bit. We're going to aliens. So aliens land on Earth. What's your what's your initial reaction? We'll go around the room. Um, I feel like I wouldn't really care. No, uh, it would be sick. Like I'll just, like, I, uh, I mean, I know they're not here to hurt us. That's for sure because it, they could they have done that already. Us, yeah, you know, they, I mean, if they wanted to, they would have already done it. 
if I actually saw if like an alien just walked in, I would be pretty like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jump on the potty, pull up a mic. Yeah, but I want to ask them a lot of questions. Hundred percent. If it, yeah, I, I, I would have a lot of questions. I'm like, should I be dropshipping? <laughs> <laughs> Will I make my fifty mil? Yeah, give me a business model. Yeah. <laughs> What's an best What are you model? guys selling in space? Yeah. <laughs> UFOs. <laughs> Legit. So, um, okay. Well, what would you say? Well, yeah, what do you I think? would probably. Mm, I want to be. The, I want to be the dude that's like. I want to be like front and center. Like, come on, put me on the ship. Yeah, that's me. I want to. Oh, yeah. Let's there, see like, what you got. Yeah, like I just want to go up there because, and this is you know my own delusion speaking, but I feel like I, I can communicate pretty well um, through, energy, and like um, I, I've always been a very very a good communicator in that sense but i i don't know i would like to i would like to be the people that are going there and fucking talk to them and you know, see mm-hmm. what they're about and see because i'm very very patient as well so and i try not to give off like i'm i never get fucking angry so i don't know this is me just assuming that they you know only speak fucking our vibrations maybe they speak perfect english and they're the ones that gave us like all our languages and Mm. who fucking knows this is just my little pea brain speaking here you know 100 i want to be the one on there yeah i want to go on and just be like fucking how's your day guys going welcome to earth crack <laughs> one open with us you what'd know? you do reese personally i think that my idea of the situation is a little bit more grim mm-hmm. i think the aliens don't come to us unless they're wiping us out possibly i don't yeah, think they have a reason i don't think we have anything to offer them apart from space literal like you know if we have something that they want then they come here and they they Mm -hmm. take it maybe they just like take it and we leave them alone and it's all good but i don't think that humans have that in their nature to be like you're taking something from us we're not gonna fight back we've been missiles straight away this thing that fucking wigs me out about it is like there's no warning Mm -hmm. like they could arrive here right fucking now Mm To get here, they've got enough technology that they're getting here without warning. So yeah. it's just going to happen. Mm. Personally, I don't think that they come here for anything other than to take no, over. Because no what, what do we have to offer them, really? Yeah. Gold. Yeah. That's well, great. there's lots of theories that say kind of um, they create, well, the aliens, inverted commas, yeah. um, set humans up on Earth to mine gold mm. and precious you yeah. know, minerals. That's why and I said gold, like yeah. 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 I don't know. I definitely want to like, touch them. Just yeah. to feel what their skin that would be pretty weird. I don't know. Can they be cold? Yeah. yeah. Like cold. Yeah. How can they be cold blooded for sure? Mm. See you if know? what kind of like how fast a UFO is as well. Yeah. How fast <laughs> this goes zero to hundred. <laughs> so another thing that um I learned the other day. So basically they've um I don't know if how many people have heard this, but when COVID was first like ravaging the world uh in twenty twenty both the Pentagon and um, the Soviets released statements saying that they had found vehicles from other planets. And that kind mm. of went under the radar for a lot of people. But another thing, there's been um, quite a few physicists and scientists that have spoken out that have spent time working in Area 51 and Shout things out like Bob that. Hey. And they, one of the key pieces of information that kind of stuck with me is that they're from um analyzing these vehicles they've found that whoever it is that's making them out there has harnessed the ability to make minerals on an atomic level meaning like we can currently make products out of minerals that we found on earth steel stone fucking you can get as simple as as you want 
the aliens, that sounds so funny to say, but whoever it is has managed to create minerals from, I'm not even smart enough to explain this well, but they there's an infinite amount of products and, and materials that they can create because they can analyze and create things from a cellular level. They could make up materials out of thin air. And, you know, there's no reason why, you know, they could make up fucking base amperinium and it is a metal that moves at like infinite speeds faster than the sound of light. Like there is no limit when you're making things at a cellular Ooh, atomic shit. level. Yeah. Ooh. Legit. We did I didn't even think fuck. of that. Yeah. That shit's crazy. It is a little bit That's crazy. That's how it happens to you see in like a lot of space movies. They're not like actually propelling themselves mm-hmm. at the speed of light. They're like using a sail. Yeah. And they just ride what's already happening. Holy hell. <laughs> a solar <laughs> sail. It's a called solar sail. Sail. The sun pushes Have it. you seen the movie uh, The yeah, Arrival? some movie. I have, and we've got like okay. 30 seconds left on it. So. <laughs> we'll wrap it up in aliens. Just like 30 minutes Wait, of my that life. Yeah, Jesus. Say goodbye. So, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. This was episode, I'm not going to say it in case I get it wrong, episode number beep of Before <laughs> the Money. We're sitting here with Dacian, a fucking living legend. This has been lots and lots of fun, you know. Thank you so much for coming no on, man. I appreciate Drop you guys having me on. Solid gems on our seat. Oh yeah, yeah. How to do. how can um how can our audience find you? Drop your handles. Yeah, just just IG. Just follow it, like. What's your what's your IG handle? Uh, Dacian D A E C I A N. Awesome, it. and I'll put that in the show notes below for everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much for Before pulling out, guys. The massive shout out to Electric Sugar for giving us this space, providing you guys with the beautiful auditory experience. Um, make sure you head to anarchylabel.com. We're going to have a, a new collection dropping soon, but we still have lots of hoodies, lots of amazing things up on the website for you to check out now. So, so anarchylabel.com, come check it out. Go and listen to Reese's music. Check him out on Spotify or YouTube, v.blvq. We also have a tour coming up. Um, we're going to be showing, playing some shows. I'm not going to give you any more information on that, but I'm sure for anyone that follows our close community on social media, you've seen us in the studio practicing and stuff like that. So that's going to be leaking soon. Did you want to say something? Is it going on? Yeah. Really appreciate you guys. God bless. Enjoy. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Mad things. You. Young dumb.